All right, we are back from Christmas break. It is Dylan and Nico. We've got a fun trivia slash looking back into history retrospective type episodes. Let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to this edition of Side Retired. It's Dylan Campione and Nico Fernandez. And I always love these episodes, but first off, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone out there. But I always love these episodes when I know what we're doing and the co-host does not know what we're doing. So welcome back from our little hiatus, Nico. And how you doing? And excited for this episode. I feel the exact opposite because I always feel like you go and either make them... Like normal, but there's always like a 50% chance you're like, oh, people will know my trivia and then it's just going to be something that I'm going to have no clue on. But I'm good. I'm excited. Let's get this done. Let's let's run it. Absolutely. And of course, a little sneak peek into the rest of the week. We will be doing our top 10 shortstops later on in the week. So send it over SiderTiredPod at gmail.com if you want your list to be featured in the episode. That'll come out thursday or friday this is obviously coming out here on wednesday and uh, we might have an interview or two later on in the week but definitely the week after because you know it's busy christmas new year's all that stuff so people are busy and can't do interviews right now so we are coming up with fun episodes like this which nico the topic is we will have to name well you will have to name because i know the answer but (laughs) you will have to name and then we'll talk about the success or not of them the largest contract that every major league baseball team has given out in their history. Oh. Yeah. So, so we'll first okay. we'll have you name the team and then we'll do a brief little like 30 to 60 seconds on each contract and basically say whether it was a success or not. I will say from me doing my little sneak peek into it this morning, the majority have failed, which I don't know what that says about baseball, but the majority of these largest contracts have not worked out perfectly. Yeah. So, I think um, that the overarching thing for like large contracts is they get offered after mm-hmm. the fact. So yes. <laughs> it's kind of like, again, like even with someone like Aaron Judge, who mm-hmm. he's getting signed at 31 for what? Yes. What's his contract? Eight years? Nine years. Yeah. Nine years. Everyone knows that for the back half of that contract it's what everyone knows as not your prime and kind of when you're on the downhill so mm-hmm. not i again we haven't really seen i think besides maybe if you want to say him david ortiz who kind of like played very well into his 40s into when he was 40 but that was a dh so it's completely different <laughs> people don't usually play well into their 40s in the mlb so it's kind of different yeah all right. Well, you are technically one for one already in that Aaron Judge is the largest contract in New York Yankees history, signed a nine-year 360 last off season. So I guess we can start with the AL East if you want to try yeah. to rattle off. You've got, got Aaron you. Judge. I think that's a contract that we'll see how that goes in that obviously injured in year one, but I think every Yankee fan would say that contract is worth it even if he falls off the face of the earth next week. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was just the fact that you cannot get him. That's your that's your Jeter. That's your Arrows Jeter. So you pay him. Uh, then we'll go to, I mean, I guess the trash contract. I always think of the Orioles first. So we'll go Chris Davis. Chris Pretty Davis sure. is the Orioles number one, yeah. signed to a seven yeah. years, 161 in January of 2016. I think they finally finished paying that off last year. 
Yeah. Awful. 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 Um, I gotta know my Red Sox. Um, yeah. Red Sox is really Devers. Yes, it is indeed. Rafael yeah. Devers signed. I remember last that was season. My, that was my first piece of content I made for Cyrus Hard. <laughs> 10 years, 313.5 million dollar extension for Rafael yeah. Devers. How about Blue Jays is a tough one. I don't this might be the hardest one in the division. Fairly recent. Fairly recent. I have a couple guys. I'm throw thinking, throw them out there. Let's see what you got. Thinking in Carnacion. Not nah, a little more recent than that. Oh, a little more. Okay. 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 So Nathan Batista, Vladimir and Bichette are too early. So it's like in that middle. I can I can give you that he you? signed this contract a six year one hundred and fifty million dollar deal in the off season of 2020, 2021. There's a couple like, six years one fifty, and he's still on the team. Uh, Barrios. No, not Barrios. In fact, we will probably be discussing this guy on an episode in the next upcoming weeks or so. The thing is, like, 150 is an interesting number for this guy. And it it's not an overpay, but you can definitely see the signs of decline. Um, and it's his team let him go, which made you think, okay, what do they know about this guy? Yes, it is indeed. George Springer is the Toronto Blue Jays' highest contract at six years, 150. Six years, 150. And, uh, you know, we can, we can skip over Tampa because uh, you said that Chris Davis is the bad contract in the division. Well, uh. Yeah, some you know, contracts. You know, Rafa, uh, we can we can say it for those who don't know the obvious. It's a uh, Wander Franco signed for eleven years, one hundred and eighty-two million dollars hey, last look, off season. Didn't he guys money bought himself a couple houses? Sure, <laughs> they all got raided into. Uh moving on to the a little less poor <laughs> AL Central, and. uh not a lot of big contracts in this division. So wherever you want to take it, okay, you can well. take a stab. So, so I would think the Guardians is easily Jose Ramirez. Guardians is Jose Ramirez. Seven years, 129. Okay. Steel. Beautiful contract. Steel. Steel. I mean, that's that's literally Jose Ramirez's career. It's just him getting <laughs> underappreciated. But I think like he got the he gave him the I want to stay discount. So mm-hmm. good for him. Um so the White Sox, I don't... go go there last. They're, you're you're not going to get the White Sox here. <laughs> That's the whole thing because it's not Luis Robert. Because Luis Robert, I know, is the second large. He was the largest international contract. Mm-hmm. To be honest, the guess I want to say is Griffey. <laughs> it is not Griffey, but I will say this guy's big contract is five years, seventy five million. <laughs> is is their oh. biggest contract? Oh, it's Benintendi. It is Andrew Benintendi. is the largest White Sox contract in history signed last offseason. I remember this. The sad thing is I think they might actually regret that contract. No, like, maybe I'm a little, like, Red Sox biased, but, like, he's just, he is a 50, 10 to $15 million a year player. Like, that's crazy. Not... That's crazy to think that that's the biggest contract. I'm a... So what's Luis? Yeah. Easy less because Jackson Chorio won with eight mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Paul Canerco yes. never got the bag either, I guess. Yeah, Canerco. 
How is Andrew Benintendi getting paid more than like Mark Burley? <laughs> All right, there's a there's a contract with the Minnesota Twins. It's a little interesting. Okay, there's a couple guys. So mm-hmm. it's the guy that first came to your head. Buxton? No, it's not the guy that first came to your Correct, yes. He yeah, signed okay, last offseason. Like <laughs> yes, a six-year, $200 million deal after losing over $600 million combined between the Giants and the Mets. He settled for a six-year, $200 million contract, which jury remains out on that one. I still don't understand what, like, not understand. I still don't, like, how does all that happen? <laughs> that was, well, if you haven't checked out our recent episode with Bob Nightingale, it took us on a little inside trip into what happened with Carlos Correa, which is worth looking into. But we've got the one big contract of this division is the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, Miggy. It's Miggy. Eight years, $248 million signed in 2014, ended last year. Shout out, Miggy, Hall of Famer, first ballot. I mean, I love Miggy, but I think that's kind of like what we're talking about of the, that was off of his back-to-back, right? It's off of his back-to-back, and you're kind of paying him for what he did do, hoping he can replicate it, which not a lot of guys do. <laughs> no, and I think it is one of those similar to Judge in that he was their guy. They had to extend him for the rest of his career, and uh, I know the last couple of years were not great for Miggy, but I think Tigers fans still appreciated it being yeah. in a Tigers uniform. Absolutely. Speaking of small contracts with the White Sox, the Kansas City Royals' biggest contract ever is four years, $82 million. Is it Salvi? It is Salvador Perez. Hey, look at that. I'm doing as bad as I thought. Okay. No, so far you've gotten almost every single one right off the bat. So you got White Sox, Twins, Tigers, Royals, and Guardians. And that's your AL Central with only two contracts above $100 million. Bobby would have beat that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I feel like Royals, the Royals understand, especially with like that, the fact that they have some new ownership. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that like Bobby's a dude and I think that they've won, like they kind of dropped him and like all the hype was like, they kind of like expected him to be what he is. And I feel like when you expect that you pay accordingly. And I think it's also their core from 2015 of Hosmer, Kane, Moustakis, Escobar, Salvi. Like that was the last time the Royals had a pretty big player besides from Bobby Witt. So it's not like, all right, this is going to be our new franchise corner who knows yeah. if it's going to be a bobby witt vinnie pasquantino salvi will be the old guy but md melendez but they've got their next core you of guys coming can be, you can't be like days like you can't go and draft someone like can't draft someone like bobby witt and go and hype them up and develop them to be this and when they become your cornerstone you just let him leave well, I've got him. Don't worry. When next week on Monday, we'll be releasing our bold predictions for the 2024 MLB year. I've got the Royals winning the AL Central this year, but we'll we'll see what happens with that next week. AL West, couple pretty obvious ones, and then one that's really sad. Yeah, keep it. Just keep the A's for last. Okay, Angels, pretty easy. Trout. It's Trout. Ten years, three sixty, signed in March of 2019. Astros, pretty easy as well. Oh. Yorda? No, it's not Yorda. No. Okay, no. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to go. I'm just going to go through all the, the normal B they have. Altuve. 
Yes, till the altitude. Okay, for a second, yeah. like signed a five-year, one hundred and fifty-one, which I assume that's likely going to break if they re-sign Altuve yeah. or Bregman or Tucker at some point. Like, my only question was if Jordan broke it when he's when he signs his extension, which I which I was like, did he or not? <laughs> but no, Altuve signed in twenty eighteen, which means this is the last year of the contract, and remains to be seen what happens with Jose Altuve's future. Yeah, you know we've saying? talked about it. the Astros. New era is going to be interesting. Next one's also good. They have everyone's like, they're they're probably going to lose a couple guys, at least one guy. I don't feel like you're, but at the end of the day, they still have Jordan. And like, if you still have Jordan, you can't be that bad. (laughs) I like it. How about the Texas Rangers? Another pretty easy one. Seager. Seager. 10 years, 325 on a World Series ring. They would not want to redo that contract at any given point. How about everybody? Seattle Mariners, and this is, I will include the caveat, Julio Rodriguez, if all his incentives hit, and they're not very hard to hit, he would be the number one, but technically in guaranteed money, he's not the number one. Okay, damn. Um, Okay, there's a couple guys then, this could be. um, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, some pitchers don't get paid enough. (laughs) Like not a pitcher. My mind instantly went to like Robbie Ray or Luis Castillo, but okay. So is it Tay Oscar? It's not no. Tay Oscar. Tay Oscar got traded. Oh. Tay Oscar's still looking for a dealer right now. I know. I saw the Red Sox were interested. I got excited. Bigger than Whit Merrifield. Definitely. Let's think of their team. Okay. Could be him. I'll just throw out guys. I don't really, it's not like I'm mm-hmm. going for like, no, actors. yeah. Are you Eugenio Suarez? Nope. Damn. All right. In not being Julio, it's just terrible. You should just give me Julio. Um, <laughs> not JP Crawford, Cal Raleigh. It's not second base. No, first base. Those are first basemen. Not yeah, him. so so looking at the contract, Julio Rodriguez got 12 years, 209 guaranteed, which which tells you that this guy got a pretty big deal, that 209 million is not the biggest contract in Mariners history. Is it recent? Uh, define recent. It happened in 2013. 2013? I know. <laughs> This is, this is one of the sneaky harder ones, but if you don't get it and I reveal the name, you'll be like, should I gotten that one? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, who is their guys? Like, Kyle Seeger? No. And I'll say, this guy did not live out his contract. In fact, he only played five years with the Mariners before oh being traded. Oh, my gosh. Look who it is. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Dubai, baby. <laughs> It is Robinson Cano. Spent the first five years go. with the Mariners. Was popped for steroids once. In fact, technically, and if we want to get into the math, we can. He was suspended for a year and a half with a year with the Mets and a half a year with the Mariners. And he didn't get paid during the steroid suspension. So maybe J-Rod did get the most with 209. Yeah, but he signed. He did. He did sign to a 10 years, 240. Oh. A decade ago, that's one that the Mariners regret. Not only did they lose 
Edwin Diaz in the process as well. But terrible contract. And then we reach the oldest contract, and that is the Oakland A's. Good luck. Just putting that out there. Good luck. All right. Let's let's go with people who <laughs> Giambi left, so it can't be him. Like that's how back I'm starting. <laughs> You're not wrong. Damon left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because of money, but I want to guess David Justice. It's not David Justice. Damn it. That would have been so funny. <laughs> um all right, I'm just gonna start going with guys. Uh Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, no, no. um, Tim Hudson, no, um, Mark McGuire, Jose Kinsey, no, no. <laughs> Ricky Henderson. No, and just in case anyone isn't surprised, this is the smallest contract in baseball with a six years, sixty-six million dollars is the largest contract in A's history. Eric Chavez. Eric Chavez is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised a guy like Olsen or Chapman or Donaldson didn't sign a little extension, but I guess they were all traded before. Dang, you know what's the funny thing is before like I decided like, okay, I'm just gonna start really old. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's Eric Chavez. That's yeah. the only reason he came to my mind as fast as it did. No, signed an extension in March of 2004 that was worth six years and Sixty-six million dollars. Shout out to the wow, excellent athletics. Don't worry, I think that gets broken relatively soon. I don't know by who because there's no yeah, one on their roster right now. This that is deserves why it. We need, and I was talking about this like with a couple people. I think we need a salary floor. Interesting. Like the problem is the floor comes with a cap, and I don't know if they'd ever go. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's not true. Why? Because I don't think the owners would go for a floor. No. You see, this is where, like, I understand the commissioner works for the owners, but, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't, like, don't care. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Um, Every single owner, because this is the, the point. Every single owner could afford Otani. They just don't mm-hmm. want to. Like, everyone sure. knows that. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm not saying that they should have gone for Otani, but it's like, <laughs> come on. The simple solution is once Chris Bryant's Albatross contract with the Rockies ends, they can simply sign him in Las Vegas where he grew up and the Vegas A's pay Chris Bryant an extra $100 million. And that's how they break the Eric Chavez contract. Yeah, perfect. I like it. National League East, pretty stacked when it comes to the biggest contracts that they've handed out. So you can take it in whatever direction you want to go in because they have $500 million deals here. Okay, so I would think that the Martins is Stanton. Yes, very easily, John Carlos Stanton. 13 years, $325 million signed in 2014. So that one actually, I would say, ended well. Because at the end of the day, if you get an MVP out of a guy when he's still in your contract, I feel like it's... And they were able to they were able to dump him and the Yankees are paying the majority of the contract now in the bad yeah. years. John the Marlins... Okay, I'll go to the Mets because I don't want the Braves are weird to me because the Braves are kind of jaded by like every single last one of their contracts that I feel has been a steal. Mm-hmm. So the Mets, is it Lindor? It is Francisco Lindor. Saw a little 10 years, $341 million deal. <laughs> and this isn't like a knock on Lindor. I just didn't know his contract was that big. 
And he signed this as an extension right before the 2021 season. But yeah, 10 years, 341. And as a Mets fan, little bias. I think it's worth it. I think he's the star that the Mets have needed. Is 341, which pays him around $34 million a year, a lot? Yes, especially when you consider what some of the other deals guys are getting. But when you have an owner that doesn't care about money, and when you were going to pay Carlos Correa $330 million last offseason. I don't think Correa is worth $330. That's where. Like, but yeah. I think, well, Trey Turner got paid very similar to Lindor. And yeah. so did Corey Seager. And you could argue sense. that Seager's a little underpaid given that he only got $325. I think Lindor is on par with Tatis and with Trey Turner. And that's who he got paid like. So. I don't think it's crazy to say the three. Well, it was a lot. Yes. And reminder, he struggled a ton in 2021. So if they didn't extend him and he went to free agency, they probably could have signed him for a lot less than 340. But I don't think, especially when we look at contracts like Chris Davis, where that hamstrung an organization for 10 years, I don't think even if Lindor retired tomorrow, Steve Cohen can do whatever he wants. He's like, all right, $340 million, whatever. I think Lindor, and I think the big thing about big contracts, especially like when you sign guys young, is the good thing about it is like the floor you're getting on them. Like, okay, we can argue whether Lindor will be worth $34 million a year, mm-hmm. but I don't think a year's going to go by where he's not worth twenty five. No, exactly. Even in his bad season, he's still a gold glove defender, a vocal leader. Exactly. And there are going to the... be years that go, obviously when he gets older, that may be a little different, but there's going to be years, there's years in like bad contracts where the guy's not worth yeah. 5% of his contract. Mm-hmm. And you're Matter just like, fact. wow, this looks bad. <laughs> you're wasting a year. Like, Lindor, you're going to get at least 75% of his contract for the majority of the year. Speaking of awful contracts, the Washington Nationals. I feel like this one's not. Is this one a pitcher? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. I kind of, my strategy has been, like, don't say pitchers. But, like, this one, I feel like it's the obvious one. Sadly, it's Strasburg. It is Steven Strasburg signed to a seven-year, $245 million extension after the 2019 World Series run. They decided between Rendon and Strasburg, which is a debate as to which one was the... I'm going to be honest. It doesn't seem like there's a right answer to that. (laughs) But obviously, Strasburg, they're trying to retire him. He literally can't pick up his arm right now, and he still has, if my math has it correct, at least three years left on this deal. Go get that money, Strauss. You freaking... Sold your arm for a, a ring. Strasburger Rendon, which was the right choice. For the Nationals, like at that time, if they had to do it again. Yeah. The obvious answer is release both. <laughs> well, that's not an option. They said they were going to pay one of them. Um, Would you rather Strasburg well, die a Nationals legend like he is right now? My or... thing is, what's, it's, it's as simple as I want, I need to see Rendon's contract. Around the same ugliness. If I had to guess, if, it's around seven two hundred. If it's around the same ugliness, I would say Strasburg still. I think, I think it's seven years two hundred ish, and and then if it's around the same, it's it's Rendon because you, it's like the, it's like we we're talking about with Maggie, like you pay your guy. So Anthony Rendon, oh my God, it's more. Seven years, two forty-five. So they oh, they no, actually matched each other exact same seven years, two forty-five. If I had to pick one, I still pick Strasburg, even though he didn't pick up a ball. 
<laughs> How about because you've been avoiding or no, we'll go another easy one. Philadelphia Phillies. Be easy to, to say the name you're thinking of. I mean, it's I'm just gonna start naming the guys, and it's gonna be one of them. Trey or it's Turner or Harper. It's Bryce Harper. 13 okay. years. I just want to make sure it's Harper. $330 million. Of course, we'll see no, if that could be I haven't done. asked this. Are we going by AAV or are we going by... We're not going by... We're going by total. No, we're going right? by total. Yes. Oh, then it's Harper. Yeah, yeah, it's Harper. <laughs> yeah. 13 years, 330. Otherwise, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer would have been there. Ah, uh, valid, valid, valid. <laughs> but yes, Bryce Harper, Phillies don't regret that contract at all. In fact, might be one of those underpaid players in baseball, which is saying a lot for a guy getting $330 million. I mean, I've never seen... Eh, like, I would say from the team perspective, I've never seen a guy switch teams like that, like mm -hmm. be a star, switch teams and like embody a team. Like, I think A-Rod, like, as he was older, like fit New York. Yeah. Bounce was a Yankee. Mm -hmm. Like, meaning like he fit as well, like Harper for some reason, like as long as he's been there, like, I don't, like everyone's like, wow. He's a Philly. Just for he's a Philly. Like, well, that's like A Rod was supposed to be a Met. You know, the whole Shea Rod thing was supposed to happen. Grew up a Mets fan, wanted to play in New York, and that's why it always felt a little off with the Yankees because he he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be. Yeah, but like A Rod fit New York. Yeah, like he. Like I'm trying to think of like if there's anyone else that like has fit their team after they left. None come to mind. Like I feel like Harper fits the Phillies perfectly. Mm -hmm. No, he the, he embodies that little yeah, fulfilly mentality. Yeah. How about the Atlanta Braves? And you are right; it's one of those extensions that this guy actually got paid decently—a ten-year, two hundred and twelve oh, okay. million dollar deal. Is that easier? I think. Yeah. So it's between two. I'm always like kind of between two for these. It's either their homegrown guy Riley, or it's also once they got him for. From Yays. You're not wrong. What was the contract? Because now I want to. It's a 10 year, $212 million deal. And for reference, the other guy that you mentioned, because you mentioned two, got eight years, 168. So a nice little $50 million difference between the two. I think it's Austin Riley. Austin Riley is the $212 million contract. Okay. You see, Not worth that. every worth every penny. As as of now, yeah. I mean, the the Braves like everyone's like talking now, which like you can have your opinion, whatever, about the Otani deal with the deferred money. What people need to look at is that you don't need to do the Otani deal. <laughs> you just do what the Braves did, and you're like, we just are going to develop every single Brave that we have, and when we notice they're good. We're just gonna bet on them because that's literally what they've did. Like we've talked about this off off camera, like they've literally just made bets on every single person that they've gotten, and like, oh wow, their bad contracts. You're you're competing for worst contract they've done in that span is the one they just made Sean Murphy, who's a top five catcher, or <laughs> Ozzy Alves, who's a top five second baseman. Like those are your quote unquote failures when you're ranking Acuna, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, like. That's the blueprint. Like you don't need to do what they did. Like if the Orioles do what what the Braves do, they'll be good for as long as the Braves are. Shout out as well. The Ronald Acuna Jr. contract is eight years, one hundred million dollars. 
Exactly. <laughs> and just exactly. in case... You think that wasn't good enough. They also have two club options for his age 29 and age 30 season. Yes, those are his two prime years of his career, 29 and 30. And if you think that the contract is bad already, those club options are for $17 million for his two prime seasons. So shout out the Braves. We hate them, but they know how to do contracts. And El Central fun division with some interesting names as well that we're about to mention. Brewers is pretty easy. Sign this guy to an extension after yeah. trading for him. Gotta be Elledge. Easy Christian Yelich, seven years, $188 million. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals also won an MVP. Gotta be. Then I would think Goldschmidt. It is indeed Paul Goldschmidt. Surprised that five years, 130 is their biggest contract ever. Nato, really? That'd be Nato? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Goldschmidt, or you're going to, Nolan Arenado's was, didn't he sign it with the Rockies? Ah, that's right. Yes, that's he right. signed a eight years, $260 million with the Colorado Rockies, which, uh, spoiler alert, that is the Rockies that's contract. So, so uh, gave that one away there. But yes, yeah, so Arenado's technically wasn't a Cardinals deal. So that's why he counts okay. there. How about the Chicago Cubs? Kind of interesting. So it's not Bryant. No. So they let everyone go. Is he in Hopkins? Maybe, but he's not worth this much. Oh, it's big. It's a big one. This guy signed a eight-year, $184 million contract. Oh, damn. And as much as this guy does have a ring, I would say this contract was not worth it. There's a couple guys. I mean, there's one There's one guy who I think is just so overrated. Mm-hmm. Say it. Could be that. Is it Jason Hayward? It is Jason Hayward. Oh, wow. Like, I'm happy he's doing well like, with the like, Dodgers now. But I just never. Oh, I, I just don't think he's good. Reminder that the quote-unquote good contract with the Dodgers is like one year, $5 million. Not eight years, 180 plus. So... <laughs> um, but yeah, Jason Hayward did win a ring, is good defensively, but yeah, considering they lost Brian. Did he even start Rizzo, to win not didn't Dexter Fowler? I think they moved him over Sorry? to I think they moved him over to right field. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, he did have that speech during the rain delay, but yeah, I don't know yeah, if the speech pay, is worth it. How about the Pittsburgh Pirates? <laughs> As much as we bashed them, shout out the Pirates are in the $100 million club. They did finally get a deal last year that was worth $100 million. Last year. Oh, okay. So then it's got to be Cabrian Hayes. No. O'Neal? No. Mitch Keller? No. Jesus, we're just going to keep on (laughs) Oh, no, that one's dumb. That one's dumb. It's the guy who we never thought would get signed and we always thought would get traded. It's Brian Reynolds. It's Brian Reynolds signed to a nice little seven-year, $100 million. Not that he's Ronald Acuna, but I think seven years, 100 is a That was contract. the weird. That's the weirdest thing because, like, that's the one, like, especially, like, when you compare the A's to the Pirates. Like, mm-hmm. it seemed like Brian Reynolds was, like, not going to be in, like, their timeline and it was, like, the perfect time to just trade him. Yeah, get assets for like when you bring up like your O'Neill Cruz, like and all the, all these guys, and then they signed him. So it's like <laughs> that one, and then you have like the the A's who like went and like bring up Matt Olson 
and Sean Murphy at almost the exact same time. It's just like, yeah, we're going to trade them both. God forbid we have a core. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an interesting one but i think it's a contract that they would do again because i think it's a pretty easy surprise he signed it given that he was getting closer to free agency and yeah as a top 10 i can say this confidently top 10 center fielder in baseball i think someone would have paid him more than that but you know i guess he was comfortable where he is and 100 million dollars is 100 million dollars yeah. so shout out brian reynolds a guy that doubled that contract is the cincinnati reds though i would think it's Votto. It is indeed Joey Votto. 10 years, 225. Signed it in April of 2012 and obviously ran out last season. We can get into an argument with Harry Kilman as to whether that contract was worth it. I think it was, but. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that to a litter, he was way better than Cabrera's tenure, but kind of same thing. Yeah, 100%. He's your guy, you, you pay him. But I think there's a chance that in 2024 he goes elsewhere. Which means that was it really worth it to keep him I around if you're going to leave him? I hope not. Like, I think part of me, like, I don't think he leaves as, like, a slap in the face to the Blue Jays. I mean, to the Red so- to the Reds. I think he only leaves to the Blue Jays. And I think he only leaves if, like, there's a piece of him, which is, like, I've always wanted to play in Canada. And You know, yeah, I, I hate doing this. You don't think if Steve Cohen threw fifteen million at him for a year to BRDH? I think that Votto only leaves for Toronto. Interesting. Personal. Clip. Clip saved. We'll come back to that in a couple of weeks if he signs elsewhere. Votto but... signs with the Red Sox, and I'm just <laughs> How about we've got another big division to round things out? The NL West, we've already spoiled that the Colorado Rockies is Nolan Arenado's ten year or seven year two thirty four, but a lot of other big contracts in this division. Wonder who the Dodgers are. That's a that's a tough one right there. <laughs> he only signed for seven hundred. You know, I'm not even gonna say him. I'm just gonna go off on my rant. I'm gonna go off on a rant that I do like once a month. The fact that Mookie Betts. Went and said, oh, I want to go to free agency. Oh, my gosh. Guys, no matter what you tell me, I'm going to free agency. And then we trade you. And then you sign an extension that was the biggest freaking contract here. It's a load of BS, Mookie. It's a load of BS. If you would have just told him, hey, pay me what the Dodgers are, and I will stay, then at least I could be upset at the Red Sox. But you lied to the Red Sox. You just went... I'm going to go to free agency. And then you did it. It's a crop. Do you know what that contract is, by the way? So much. He's so, he's so worth it. 12 years, 365. He's so worth it. Which would have been the highest contract in baseball. I know it but, would have. That's but, why I said it. It's, but yeah. someone someone named Shohei Otani. Otani making $2 million a year for 10 years and then 68 for the other 10. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I don't think that contract's worth it. Baseball-wise. Oh. Um, can I be honest? For the Dodgers, I think it's this simple. If they win multiple rings, if they win two rings, it's worth it. Because I think Otani means that they if they win two rings, it means they got over the hump. Because yeah. like, I'm going to be honest. I think if they do the same thing, this is then after you do all this, 
I don't care if it's not his fault, if it is his fault, whatever. If they do the same thing they do every year this year, Roberts has to go. It's that simple. It's Roberts that simple. was Roberts was not put in that contract. I know there's the clause that Andrew Friedman can't go anywhere, yeah. otherwise Otani leaves. Dave Roberts exactly. notably absent from that. I'll say it right now. If they go and they don't make the World Series, or no, the NLCS, to be honest, I think it may happen. It'll probably happen with the NLCS too. But if they do the a replicate, if they replicate 2023, Roberts has to go. It's that simple. I like That's it. it. How about how about the San Francisco Giants? Big contract signed a while ago. What's a while? 2013. Buster Posey? Buster Posey is correct. An eight-year, $159 million deal. Again, retired right after it, but I think worth it to keep the face of the franchise. In I think the it was kind of like an Andrew Luck there. Like It was kind of like a mm-hmm. guy just got battered and bruised. And he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's an interesting... Obviously, Hall of Fame coming out really soon. He's not eligible for a couple of years, but interesting candidacy, to say the least, and that he definitely yeah. had the uh, the peak, which, again, I'm going to use the argument. Buster Posey, very similar to David Wright, yet everyone says that Buster Posey is the first no. ballot Hall of Famer. It's, no. just that, it's just that Buster Posey <laughs> retired before he had his five years of David Wright where he just didn't play. No, Tell you, if you, if you look Posey at the numbers. The best catcher in baseball. I'd argue David Wright was the best third baseman in baseball for Okay, five the years. fact that you have to argue and the fact that one's inarguable. Buster Posey's not inarguable. Joe Maurer won an MVP in the peak Buster Posey years. Okay, then maybe it's argue. And Yadier Molina exists too. No, not Yad. Sorry. I'm also a Buster Posey. Like I love Buster Posey. So like this is like Buster Posey's quote unquote peak is his three years where he won Rookie of the Year, was out for the season, and won MVP. I love Posey, and I'd argue that Buster Posey is a Hall of Famer. But if Buster Posey is this slam dunk for sure guy, I don't get why he, David Wright is You know is who not. shouldn't think he's a Hall of Famer? And we got into this argument before. James Towsley should not think he's a Hall of Famer. No. Because <laughs> this goes into the thing of you get as much as, like, yes, they're just awards. Accolades mean something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, me and him were having this conversation because I said that Maurer has an edge on Jorge Posada. Yeah. And he's like, why? And I go, what are the reasons? Because he won an MVP. Yeah, oh. here we go. I got, I got our guy. Ready for this one. <laughs> okay. Buster Posey, career war of 45. David Wright, career war of 49. David Wright, 1777 career hits. Buster Posey, 1500. Buster Posey, seven-time All-Star. David Wright, seven-time All-Star. David Wright, two-time Gold Glove. Buster Posey, one-time Gold Glove. Buster Posey, five-time Silver Slugger. David Wright, two-time Silver Slugger. David Wright, 242 career home runs. Buster Posey, 158 career home runs. Buster Posey, 23 career steals. David Wright, 196 that career was, steals. Okay, I was about to say, if it was like 50, I was going to be like, does not matter. David Wright, 133 career OPS plus. Buster Posey, 129 career OPS plus. Would you like me to rattle off? And I know the big difference yeah, is... he ran off a couple. Okay, so Silver Slugger, that was one. Um, I know the big... And I will say this out wide right now. The big difference, Buster Posey... Three-time world champion, David Wright, zero-time world champion. The two big things, but is like, should the team, dynasty, 
He was the best player in the dynasty. Well, then I'd make the argument Madison Bumgarner has to be a Hall of Famer too. And I don't think Madison Bumgarner's there either. I think that Madison Bumgarner didn't win a Cy Young. The problem is, can a team carry a player to the Hall of Fame? Because that's what the Buster Posey argument then is. Is that Posey and Wright, we just showed, are identical baseball players. It's If not... The only difference is that Buster Posey knew when to call it quits in 2021 I, versus it, David Wright decided to keep attempting to play baseball after 2016. I think you need someone. I mean, I think you do need someone to find the the um, the Giants. I think you need at least one person. And I honestly think if Busty, Buster Posey did not exist, um, I'll be honest, if Buster Posey did not exist, Mm-hmm. I think that there's a very I would probably honestly say to put Madison Bumgarner in there. Problem is Buster Posey does exist. He won an MVP. And if you want to say that one year that Joe Maurer won MVP, the year that Joe Maurer won MVP, Buster Posey was the best catcher for a good amount of time. So then why is two time Cy Young Award winner Tim Lincecum fell off the ballot after his first year with less than five percent? Because he didn't define. I think if you said who's the guy who defines that dynasty, it's Buster Posey. So Posey's carry. So because the Mets suck, David Wright yeah, is held out of the Hall of Fame. does mean so. Okay, because look, then this go back to like how you define, how you define. Um, crap, what was I going to say? <laughs> but, uh, sorry, I'm looking up something really quick. All I know is yeah, that Joe we Mar- have Jaws is Joe Joe Mar- Jaws is like seventh. All Maybe. we know is that we have four days and counting to get David Wright his five percent of the ballot that he deserves, and we're we're really close right now. He's projected to get seven percent. Hey, that's so, there. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? Is that might go down? But shout out to our guy Mark Narducci who's coming on the podcast soon for voting for David Wright. Yeah. We love to see that, but. No, David Wright currently has like four votes out of 60. So. I may put Joe Mauer back on my ballot. I may switch. <laughs> I just saw his jaws and I was like, damn. <laughs> but we do have, we have delayed a lot because this is a yeah interesting team. We've got the San Diego Padres, very simple. It's Machado. It's Fernando yeah. Tatis, okay, but Tatis. close enough. And the Arizona Diamondbacks is the last team before we wrap things up. Is it the new guy? Is it Carroll? Not. I'm not. I wasn't gonna let you finish on that easy of a team. Don't tell me this guy is tough. Kind of. You okay? This is gonna be kind of ironic. You forget that this guy played for this team, (laughs) even though he has the largest contract. Hmm? Played. Yeah, you forget that this guy played past tense for this team. He's probably. He's not even remembered for. If you were to say what team did this guy play for, there's at least two teams that come to mind before the Diamondbacks. Oh God! <laughs> Yet he still signed with them a six-year, two hundred and six million dollar contract. What? <laughs> that AAV is soaring through the roof. Who is this guy? To to what you like? I don't. The contract isn't that crazy. He signed it in twenty fifteen. So it means it just it ended like two years ago. Yeah. Is he still playing? Probably. 
That that's a hint, by the way. It means he's playing somewhere else or he's Oh, he's not a Diamondback. And he hasn't been a Diamondback for one, two, three, four years. I forgot that he was actually traded. So he was traded midway through this contract. I forgot that that was the team that he wanted. Okay, up so wait, it's not who I'm thinking. It can't and he be. was he was also in this actually. No, the Red Sox signed JD. So he was he was an All Star for three of his four years with the Diamondbacks. Like, not a bad contract at all for them. And then was traded at the 2019 MLB trade deadline to a team. And then spent the rest of the contract with that team. And then for the last two years has been on a, another team. And everyone forgets that this guy played for the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I can start dropping more hints if you'd like. Yeah. He's won a Cy Young. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. That's different. I wasn't thinking pitcher. Okay, now let's go. No, it's not, gonna, it's not gonna help thinking pitcher because he doesn't. It's not gonna help if you think about the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> what what are we doing here? I can give you the team that he's second most known for being on. The number one team would give it away. Please. So he's known a lot for being a Dodger. In fact, he played for the Dodgers before he went to the Diamondbacks. I could even probably give you the team the Diamondbacks traded him to because I forgot that he played for this team as well. That would be the Houston Astros. He spent three years with the Astros. I did. Is this as hard as I'm making it out to be? Uh, like you you know the player, but the Diamondbacks thing is just a killer. Because if I said right now who got the highest paid deal by Arizona Diamondbacks history... This guy is, you're thinking of Randy, you're thinking of Kurt Schilling, you're thinking of Corbin Carroll, you're even thinking of a Paul Goldschmidt extension, maybe a Cattell Marte extension, but no, this guy got a six year, 200 plus million dollar deal. And then four years in, the Diamondbacks realized they couldn't afford it and they shipped them off to Houston. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Four years in, they shipped them off to Houston. That's 2019. Yes, he was traded at the 2019 deadline. Oh my gosh, this guy's <laughs> throwing the You got it? Zach Grank. Zach Grank is the answer. That's ridiculous. Right? Four that and a half, three and a half years with the Diamondbacks, and I don't think a soul remembers that that happened. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Might I add, he won a silver slugger there. He had a 1 gold. 6. I saw he had a 1 6 randomly with the Dodgers. Yeah, 2015. And didn't win the Cy Young that year, might I add. No. Shout out to, that's probably a Kershaw year, right? No, no that's Arietta's weird year. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. A little trip down memory lane. Some fun stuff. Those are the expensive contracts. We will be back again tomorrow with another either fun trivia episode or an interview if we can convince anyone to sit with us here as we approach New Year's. Otherwise, we'll be back with the full slate of interviews again next week in the new year and of course, our top 10 shortstops, get them inside retired pod at gmail.com. But vote for David Wright. Annoy your favorite beat writer to vote for David Wright for the Hall of Fame. Um, as we said, he's better than Buster Posey, and Buster Posey's a Hall of Famer by Nico's standards. So David Wright should be a Hall of Famer by David Wright's standards. But for Dylan and Nico, 
Happy holidays. And until the next time, the side is retired.